important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And, uh, you know, we're going to be playing um, some clips today with Joe Biden, and uh, it's going to be hard to listen to, but it's going to drive home the point of all of his lies, deception, and also it just becomes obvious what's going on here. I mean, when you take a look at all the different things that are happening at once, it's so intentional. And we know this. And we're also going to take a listen to a European Parliament talking about these COVID uh, mandates. They're still pushing that. They're still pushing climate. Uh, And they're just in a lull right now because after Davos and after they have these annual meetings, uh, they put together a whole agenda. And now we've pivoted over to the Middle East and we're going to be working on – Uh, restoring power to Iran and the Palestinians so that Israel could get blown up every other week. And the Democrats just keep on doing it. When you take the latest, you know, this Uvalde thing, you you take a listen to that. And the whole Uvalde thing, people are starting to really wake up. People are starting to wake up about the Uvalde thing because it was, um, you know, it's it's become quite clear that uh, there, the story that's coming out right now about the brave Uvalde teacher who, James Woods wrote this, the brave Uvalde teacher called her husband and said she had been shot and was dying. He armed himself and tried to get to her. He was detained, disarmed, and sidelined. The rest is history. And when I heard that story, I said, well, that sounds to me like like maybe maybe there's something more going on there. And you're starting to see these uh, you're starting to see these narratives play out. For one, for someone like Cornyn, Senator Cornyn, to be pushing the way he is, the red flag laws. The dust hasn't even settled in Uvalde. And they already have 
legislation passed through the Senate. They never pushed that hard, that fast. And if you think about all the different monies that are in, 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 in on that, it gets to be very, very expensive. And you just know that they're exploiting the Uvalde thing for all it's worth. But I think it's even worse than that. I think that if this was a false flag attempt, right, it could it, it could be. A very um, good tweeter, someone I follow, she said, Uvalde is looking like a botched false flag. And Bridget Gabrielle writes, red flag laws are 100% unconstitutional. So... You know, and then Save Our Republic reminds us that our country of over 330 million people is being destroyed by less than 1,000. And Cambry writes, criminals are in favor of gun control laws. Yeah, they are. They want an empty house to come home to. And Kevin Sorbo writes, I was considering reselling my guns to the government, but after a quick background check, discovered they have a history of violence and instability. So, you know, here's the thing. It would not be the first time that somebody gave up their life to pass a liberal agenda to take away your rights. Rights that you're going to need because... At some point, they're going to be treating, you know, red flag laws are treating honorable, tax-paying, law-abiding citizens as criminals. They're flipping things upside down. What's up is down, black is right, white, left is right. It doesn't matter. But everything you see is flipped upside down. Black Lives Matter can burn a store to the ground and beat a, uh, a white person up in broad daylight and get away with it. But if you're J6, you're still rotting in jail and you don't even know what you've been charged with. And then they're lying to you because we're going to play a clip today that's going to show Jerome Powell uh, basically saying that... Uh, Putin is not to blame for the rate hike and for inflation. The, the inflation and the rate hikes at the gas pump were happening well before Putin invaded Ukraine. Yet Joe Biden wants to pass the buck to, to uh, Putin. They're lying to you. Mayorkas lies to you every single time. They say, we're doing everything we can to secure the border. And when Biden promises to, you know, lower taxes by giving you, what, 17 cent uh, uh, tax reprieve on taxes, uh, on, on gas, which amounts to nothing in the grand scheme of things. He's doing all this because he knows they're going to get clobbered in the 2022 election. And he's got to do something. 
but we know what's going on. And I think that there's been some murders. You know, if you take a look at Las Vegas, there was something more going on there. And people lost their lives. And I think these false flags are where people lose their lives for political agenda. I think that there's false flags that they blame Putin for in Syria, chemical attacks, because Lindsey Graham and, and his folks wanted to keep America there because he was on the side of Jamal Khashoggi in the, in the Middle East and Bin Talal and all the black market money that Bill Gates gets rich off of. It's all this black market stuff that runs counter to um, uh, American principles and to the middle class around the world. And Lindsey Graham is always there on the wrong side of history. And Lindsey Graham promised when the House passed a gun bill, he said it would be dead on arrival in the Senate, and then all of a sudden he's one of the 14 or 15 senators that have signed off on red flag laws, which are completely unconstitutional and absolutely a crime. And regarding the tax, uh, the tax rates. So here, in 2008, Barack Obama bashed a gas tax holiday as a gimmick. For us to suggest 30 cents a day, he says, now this is Barack Obama in 2008, for us to suggest 30 cents a day for three months is real relief, that that's a real energy policy means that we are not tackling the problem that has to be tackled. Let's take a listen to that. This is Biden's puppet master basically saying that what Biden is doing right now is Pointless. I know that we're having a debate right now about the gas tax holiday. I know how brutal this is on folks right now. And I know they need relief, which is why I've offered a middle class tax cut for every American, $1,000 for working families so that they can deal not only with rising gas prices, but rising health care costs and rising grocery costs. But for us to suggest that 30 cents a day for three months is real relief. That that's a real energy policy means that we are not tackling the problem that has to be tackled. We are offering gimmicks when we're offering the same thing that John McCain's offering on the cheap. That means we're not presenting a truthful response to the challenges that we face in America. We can do better than that this time. I know that we're... That man is as crooked as hell, but he was right there. He was right there. So I have a lot of things in my Twitter feed that I put into place. Um, and there's a lot of topics and a lot of things we want to cover today. Um, but uh, I also, I wanted, I wanted to play a few clips related to... Uh, to the lies and the inflation. Uh, I wanted you to listen to Jerome Powell and this exchange with the congressman uh, here in just a moment. Um, this is pretty good. And and then uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about vaccines. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things today uh, that are in my Twitter feed that I think are really, really important. 
Um, all right. So Benny Johnson writes, GOP Senator breaks Fed Chair Jerome Powell, makes him admit Biden has been spreading massive lie about inflation. Let's take a listen. I realize there are a number of factors that play a role in the historic inflation that we're experiencing. Uh, supply chain disruptions, regulations that constrain supply. We've got rising inflation expectations and excessive fiscal spending. But the problem hasn't sprung out of nowhere. And in January of 2021, inflation was at 1.4%. By December of 2021, it had risen to 7%, a five-fold increase. Now, since the war in Ukraine began in late February, the rate of inflation has risen incrementally, another 1.6%, to a current level of 8.6%. So again, uh, from 7% to 8.6%. Given how inflation has escalated over the past 18 months, would you say that the war in Ukraine is the primary driver of inflation in America? No, inflation was high before, certainly before the uh, war in Ukraine broke out. Uh, I'm glad to hear you say that. The Biden administration seems to be intent on deflecting blame and as recently as just this past Sunday spread the misinformation that Putin's invasion of Ukraine is the, quote, biggest single driver of inflation. I'm glad you agree with me that that is not the truth. How do you like that? Jerome Powell, right? Ah, that was really, really priceless. That was really, really good. Uh, Here's a montage that I got off of uh, Fox and Friends this morning. Let's take a listen to this. This is Joe Biden blaming Putin. 70% of the increase in inflation inflation was a consequence of Putin's price hike because of the impact on gas and energy prices. And doing everything I can to bring down the price to address Putin's price hike. Let me start with the Putin price hike, high gas prices and energy prices. So it is Putin's tax hike. This is what we're talking about. Suspending the tax, the gas tax, is going to provide families immediate relief from this Putin price hike. Again, they continue to say it is Putin's problem. It is Putin's fault. Mm -hmm. We know that's not true. Every American can look at the numbers. We've been feeling the inflation and gas prices going up since Biden took office. In January, when he took more Ukrainians will die. In- oh, sorry about that, folks. Uh, so that's it. Um, there's there's actually a lot more than that, even. But um, in any case, it's it's enough, right? So whose fault is it? Of course, they're blaming Putin for everything, but it's not it's not Putin's fault. It's not Putin's fault. It's Joe Biden's fault. And it would be nice if we would open, reopen up the Keystone Pipeline. Senator Marsha Blackburn writes this. Vladimir Putin did not cancel the Keystone Pipeline. So, you know, open up the uh, Keystone Pipeline for development and production. And uh, somebody else writes this. Matthew H. writes, Klaus Schwab is a bigger threat to your future than Vladimir Putin. And I've been talking about Klaus Schwab for quite some time. He's an unelected billionaire. And then the other uh, impact that seems to be possibly blowing up in the liberals' faces is something Jim Jordan said. He says, there was 239,416 illegal aliens encountered at southern border in May. 
That's roughly 59000 per week, 7700 per day, 320 per hour, five per minute, and it's not slowing down. They're doing this on purpose, he says. And Cambry writes this, because it's high time we get a handle on the Republicans that are in office. No truer headline. Americans won't survive if only the left is playing to win. I have said so, said for so long that Republicans don't fight to win. They fight not to lose. This must change now. And the Columbia Beagle, Bugle says every single senator who votes for the gun control betrayal shouldn't be considered for GOP leadership shouldn't receive any more donations, shouldn't be invited to any conservative conferences and television appearances, and shouldn't be voted for uh, forever again. You know, um, Tucker Carlson had a good open last night, and he was talking about how Cornyn and his Republican colleagues uh, that are voting for this red flag law that's completely unconstitutional are basically giving a gift to Joe Biden, helping him get a win right before an election. Why in the world would they do that when it's unconstitutional that it should never be the case? It should not be. So I have a series of tweets I want to read. I posted just yesterday and the, the, the and um, and so I want to read them. Some of these are going to be in, in uh, on topic and some of them are not going to be on any one specific topic because I I really can't, uh, I didn't organize them. Um, but I am going to read them and we're going to talk about each one. So Democrats, uh, the Bradford file writes, Democrats use the FBI against their political opponents and they will use red flag laws against you. I believe that's true. The Bradford file, and, and I think that the the FBI was more than likely, or, or law enforcement was definitely involved in the protection of the Uvalde case. And the FBI was involved in the Las Vegas shooting. So when you think about that, you got to say, okay, when that guy gets a call from his wife and he goes in and he packs a gun, he's a law enforcement officer. They say, you can't go in and they disarmed him. That almost sounds like they were trying to protect somebody on the inside and not so much him. It it doesn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, you talk about the doors. They lied about the doors being locked. There's a lot of things that don't add up. Could it have been that somehow this was a paid actor, a suicidal actor, what ha- whatever? But these people are paid terrorists to go in to to solely promote gun legislation because the same list of characters are involved in passing the fastest. I mean, when you take a look at um, you take a look at what Mike Lee said. Mike Lee said this. He said process matters. Mike Lee, he's a senator. He said this evening we received the text of a new gun proposal, and a blind vote was required within an hour. With only moments to review, 
no committee hearings, and no regular order. A vote was held with implications concerning an essential constitutional right. The American people deserve better from the world's greatest deliberative body. Why are they pushing this through so quickly? Why are they not having proper debate, as Mike Lee just pointed out? Why is this not happening? Why is it that the dust is barely settled in Uvalde and we have now new rights that infringe upon the rights of middle-class Americans across the country? At a time when we need to be armed more than ever because the left wants to defund the police and empower the villains and the Marxists and the gangbangers. And it's true, the criminal wants you to be disarmed because the criminal's going to be armed and they don't want a gunfight in your house. They just want to control everything so they could rob you blind and then people are going to shake their heads and try to figure out why is this happening? Like they're doing already. Why is this happening? It's happening because you're letting it. It's happening because you're not getting these thugs off the street. It's happening because we have no justice. It's happening because we have two standards of justice. We have black rioters in the streets. They're all liberals because the black conservatives aren't doing this. It's just the black liberals that are doing it. And the black liberals are getting away with it. And the Black Lives Matter group is the most violent group that you could you you we know today. I don't even know of a white supremacist group. People keep throwing that word around. I promise you, I don't even know a group that associates as a white supremacist group. But I know a black supremacist group when I see one. It's Black Lives Matter. And they have a flag hanging uh, high over the German embassy right now. And they're endorsed. They're endorsed by... Um, they're endorsed by uh, the government of the United States. They're endorsed by Mike Goodell, who was on the, on, the, on the Capitol Hill the other day, talking about the Redskins or something. It was, it was endorsed by the NBA. It's endorsed by... Disney and every public library, Black Lives Matter is everywhere. The rainbow flag is everywhere. You know, it doesn't make any sense except for the fact that these governments are run by liberals. They're perpetuating an agenda. The Black Lives Matter and Antifas are the soldiers that are taking matters into the streets and they're getting paid to do it. And the donations and the, and the money that they raise is going to Act Blue, which is going directly into the pockets of liberal candidates. It's a game. And every single time there's a shooting, you have to wonder, anybody who exploits a shooting like that and doesn't want to address the, the root of the problem, which is psychological disorders, you got to wonder if they're not manipulating these psychology, psych, psychologically deprived or these people that are suffering from psychological damage and exploiting them, almost like as if I take a, uh, a uh, psychologically, uh, psychological person, a person that's compromised, 
and take them out and tell them it's okay to rob the bank. Come out with the money and then we'll take you where you need to go. And then I just throw them out of the car. I mean, they're basically using these people, I think, as pawns to commit these crimes. You know, where FBI sits there and they act like that, uh, they act like they're a hitman and they get hired to, to murder. And then they get the perpetrator. Usually it's a spouse or something like that. Well, they, they play these PSYOP games all the time. Most of the time, law enforcement is, you know, dealing with trying to get people that are hiring other people to kill somebody off the streets. But in this case, it could very well be that the FBI itself is hiring people to perpetuate crimes and then solve the crime the way they want to solve it uh, that perpetuates an agenda. And how much of a stretch of it is it for that to be the case? It would not be hard at all because we know that the FBI was involved with the Bubba, Bubba um, Wallace noose thing. We know that the FBI was involved with the Whitmer kidnapping, right? Where they did a false flag on Whitmer for a political expedient agenda. What's to say that they didn't get involved with grooming a psychologically disturbed person to go in and do such a shooting? And of course, the psychologically disturbed person's always dead at the end, so you never know. They never get to talk. Just like in Las Vegas, they're silenced. And there's a lot of mystique around that, how the guy was killed at the end. So the Bradford file writes, so basically Biden destroyed our economy instead of Russia's. <laughs> That's kind of funny when you think about it, right? So basically Biden destroyed our economy instead of Russia's. That's how he wanted to handle the situation. He's the guy that said, I stand toe-to-toe with Putin. And he allowed Putin, which is like, you know, a kitty cat when it comes to economic superpowers, to basically bring America to its knees. He allowed the hackers to bring America to its knees. He allowed a supply chain issue with Abbott baby food. And now I hear it's tampons um, to bring... America to its knees. He, he, all these things are his doing. Opening the borders, not building the wall, shutting down Keystone, all of this is Biden's fault. Anybody that voted in South Carolina for Lindsey Graham ought to reevaluate whether they're a Republican or not. And the same thing is true with Cornyn in Texas. And you can go on down that list. Who voted for Pat Toomey in Pennsylvania? What were they thinking? And all the others. Burr, Senator Burr from North Carolina. Tillis from North Carolina. Who is voting for these people? And and why are we letting these politicians get away with it? Get away with saying one thing. And then doing another. In Tucker's Open last night, he talked about that. 
you know, and where we're going with this is what we're doing is we're, we're actually pushing the agenda to their utopia, which is, you think it's bad now. You think you voted for Tillis because he said one thing, and then he ends up doing another, basically signing away your right to bear arms and empowering the left agenda in an election year. And you know that somewhere along the way, these these folks are getting paid off. But you think it's bad now. Wait until they have to answer to the globalist bodies, like the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, the International Monetary Fund, and all these different European unions and and parliaments and things like that. The United Nations. All of these unelected officials that don't know where Wichita, Kansas is on a map. They don't know America, but they want to destroy America. America is selling out because the money of corruption and kickbacks, and in NIH they call it royalties, is, is too good to be true for the politicians that are in charge and in power right now. So Bone and Rib says, woke. Every book has be, has been rewritten. Every, oh, this is uh, George Orwell. Woke. This is what woke is. And this is what George Orwell wrote in, in his uh, book, 1984. Every book has been rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street and building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. And that's exactly what's happening. We're rewriting children's books to be trans-oriented. We're tearing down statues. You know, it's all happening before our eyes. Orwell wrote it many years ago. This is not new news. Rick Grinnell writes, mail ballots and no ID is how you cheat. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows it. Mail ballots and no ID. And in the case of Pennsylvania, no chain of custody, no signature requirement, and no date stamp requirement. That's how you cheat, folks. That's how you cheat in elections. And when these things have no consequences, whether it's your politicians no longer held accountable to the voter because the voter votes them in thinking that they're going to do one thing and they do something completely different. But they go back to the election then six years later in the Senate and they get reelected because either A, you forgot, or B, they rigged the election and it doesn't make any sense. Or C, we're voting for brand awareness because we're shallow. It's got to stop, folks. Lindsey Graham should have never been reelected, but, you know, they pulled a fast one in 2020 where he, the South Carolina GOP didn't hold a primary that year. They blamed COVID. Otherwise, Lindsey Graham could have very well been primaried out, but there was no primary. And I don't even, you know, so, I mean, it's, It's got to change. It's got to stop. 
Representative Jim Jordan said, don't think red flag laws can be abused. Just look at what our government did to parents at school board meetings. Think about that. I use the Jesse Smollett one because it's a lot more fun. Jesse Smollett lets your neighbor and he says you uh, hung a noose around his neck and you were wearing a MAGA hat. Should you be allowed to have a gun? <clears throat> the Bradford file writes, laughing out loud, the Federal Reserve admitted Biden is lying about the cause of inflation. Camber writes, Biden, the most popular president, is the most unpopular president since tracking began in 1945. You can't make this up. So his, his poll numbers are the lowest since they began in 1945, yet he was the most popular president with 81 million votes. And this all happened in what, a year? So Viva Fry says, can someone please explain to me what makes the COVID vaccine an actual vaccine? What, what is it that makes it an actual vaccine? And then here, um, Rosie Memos writes, they had to change the definition of vaccine to call it a vaccine. CDC emails say our definition of a vaccine is problematic. And sure enough, they changed the definition of a vaccine. Pre-2015, the vaccination uh, definition was injection of a killed or weakened infection, an infectious organism, in order to pre prevent the disease. Now, vaccination from 2015 to 2021 was the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. And then September 2021, in the uh, Biden era, vaccination is defined as the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. It went from prevention to immunity to protection. Now it's just going to protect you. And it doesn't even do that. Like I said, I had COVID about two weeks ago and I was unvaccinated and my reaction to the COVID was no different than the people that were vaccinated that got it. And there was plenty of people that got this. So it was no different. There's no benefit. And yet you're hearing all these reports of <clears throat> all these different risks. Like, for example, it's been proven now, there's a new study that says um, that your sperm count in men is diminished thanks to the vaccines. New study. So the Columbia Bureau writes, every single senator who votes for the gun control betrayal shouldn't be considered for GOP leadership, shouldn't receive any more donations, shouldn't be invited to the conservative conferences and television appearances, and shouldn't be voted forever again. And we all know the list, but it's John Cornyn, Tom Tillis, Richard Burr, Roy Blunt, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, Pat Toomey, and Mitch McConnell, who all endorsed. And we also have this. So um, I wanted to switch over and, and, and also state what this is all about. This, it's about control. 
And uh, we're going to listen to this guy from Romania. Um, Sparks flying in encounter with Commissioner Vera Jurova in the COVID committee, where she claimed the digital green certificate has not forced people to be vaccinated. The European Commission keeps refusing to publish the contracts with vaccine producers. Is this fair? So we the guy wants to see um, vaccine contracts. Wouldn't that be revealing? And he wants to see it, and everything is redacted. Let's take a listen. Because this is what's going on here as well. Madam Commissioner, I have to tell you, and please look at me. Madam Commissioner, are you serious with what you just said right now? That with everything that you just proposed from the level of the European Commission, you're not forcing people to be vaccinated? Are you really serious? We were not allowed to enter the excuse parliament. Me, excuse me, excuse me. No. I said that. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. I said that also with Mrs. Kiriakis, and I repeat, you can ask whatever question. I ask any but question. But you do that with respect. With respect. Okay, thank you but very much. But we are talking about the fundamental rights of every EU citizen. And we just heard right now that through this green certificate, people will not force to be vaccinated. Are we guys serious? Can we look people in the eyes? Citizens of the EU, citizens of the, of the European Union, telling them that we were not allowed to enter the parliament unless we had the green certificate. I had to fight with the security guys every day in order to enter the parliament. So the first question that I want to ask you is the following. You are stating that you disclosed these contracts in the redacted version of the contract. And here are some of the pages. So I'm asking you, is this transparency? How can someone believe and trust what you guys are doing at the level of the European Commission if you're not fully disclosing this contract? So the question that I'm addressing you, one of the questions actually, is when are you going to fully publish these contracts so all of us will know what they contain? So my colleagues will not have to ask you what is the price of these vaccines, but us and the EU citizens will know what is the price of the vaccines by looking at the contracts. Second question, second question, the side effects. You were claiming that it's the responsibility of the national governments to pay in case of the side effects. But you at the EU level impose a green certificate at the national go- at the national level, they impose sometimes this in the national laws. So you're asking the regular citizen who was directly affected by this, who could not go to work, who could not use mass transportation like in Italy, who could not freely travel and now restrictedly travel to be vaccinated against their will with some medical products that were not properly tested. So my question is, why are you guys paying for the side effects? Thank you. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And, you know, what what ends up happening is you end up with leadership that, um, that just wants to give you breathing room. So Joe Biden, here's Joe Biden talking about it's the new America dream is to barely get by while they get rich and prosperous. Let's take a listen. How to put food on the table for their kids, be able to have a little bit of breathing room. The American dream. My dad would then say, with a little breathing room. To give families just a little bit more breathing room. Give them a little bit of breathing room every month. 
providing some extra breathing room for families. And my dad would just say, just a little breathing room. We're just looking for a little bit of breathing room. Or as my dad used to say, just a little more breathing room. In order to provide a little breathing room for millions of American families. Finally have a little more breathing room. It's a little bit of breathing room. Just a little breathing room. A little bit of breathing room. You got to give these folks a little bit of breathing room in order to provide a little breathing room for millions of American families. It gave them just a little bit of breathing room. A little more breathing room. To give them just a little bit of breathing room. A little bit of breathing room. Just a little bit of breathing room. Everybody's entitled to just a little bit of breathing room. Just a little bit. A little bit of breathing room. You know, my dad used to say every, every family is a little bit of breathing room. Have your expectations been reset yet? Yeah. Just a little breathing room. That's all you that's all you want. That's all you want in life, right? Joe Biden wants to that's all you need. That's all you should get. A little bit of breathing room. Benny Johnson writes, if the Republican Senate is in favor of red flag laws, amnesty, not funding the border wall, spending trillions we don't have, and vaccine mandates, what is the point of the Republican Party at all? And Ryan Saavedra writes this, breaking, a federal grand jury has returned a 21-count indictment against Democrat Andrew Gillum for conspiracy, wire fraud, and making false statements related to his campaign that he lost to Ron DeSantis. Remember when he was found naked with a gay lover in a Miami hotel, (laughs) drugged out and passed out? That was the guy that was running against Ron DeSantis, and he almost won. He had Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama all campaigning for him. Unbelievable. And here's a quick clip of that. Uh, Senator, let's take a listen. Given how inflation has escalated over the past 18 months, would you say that the war in Ukraine is the primary driver of inflation in America? No, inflation was high before, certainly before the uh, war in Ukraine broke out. Love it. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up, folks. Cambry writes, I am 100% in for John Ratcliffe running against John Cornyn in 2026 for Senate. I would love to see that happen, wouldn't you? So we'll see what happens. So Jordan Schachtel writes this. Why the heck is Attorney General General Merrick Garland in Ukraine? And of course, the feedback on that was astounding. You know, it's, it's kickback city is what that is. Got to collect the 10% for the big guy. Of course. All the billions going over there, it's a slush fund. Everybody's getting rich off of Ukraine. It's a game. It's a joke. And we'll blame Putin for the whole thing. Putin just basically gave them cover for the corruption. Official sources say, I'd like a list of the U.S. senators and congressmen who have visited Ukraine in the past six months. I understand Sheila Jackson Lee has visited twice. Do the people of Houston need representation in Ukraine? 
How are many of these trips benefiting the U.S. taxpayers? And then there's this really great map that I posted on Twitter. And the uh, map says, Arranging for the return of all the cash that will be donated to nonprofits and foundations here in, in, in the U.S., so there's this map, and uh, the, the map is actually quite good. It says foundations, nonprofit and politicians, uh, of, uh, nonprofit of politician, their families or friends. Okay, so perks for politicians such as cash, private jets, etc., enriching themselves on your tax dollars. Disper- disbursements to other nonprofits funding for Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and social change groups. So what you have is you have the U.S. government giving out foreign aid to foreign governments. They, in turn, give money to lobbyists, and they also give um, money to defense contractors, who gives money to PACs that that, you know, basically fulfill contracts that keeps them busy. Politicians and their campaigns feed the foundations of nonprofit, uh, politi- politicians' nonprofits. And there's government grants. So you have the U.S. government doling out money in the form of grants like Fauci does that goes to corporations receiving grants and also making charitable donations, sort of like um, what Fauci's arrangement was with uh, um, uh, his co- cohorts uh, with regard to Wuhan. Echo Alliance, for one, would be coming come to mind. And the foreign aid that goes to foreign governments that goes back to lobbyists, and the lobbyists give back to the foundations, and that's how it all works. It's a, It's a cycle of money. And there's promissory notes, and there's guarantees to be paid. And the money is laundered. That's how it's laundered. It's just been given out in foreign de- donate donations. But we'll cut the money off if you don't give it back to the right politicians. <clears throat> so the taxpayers, your tax dollars, are going out overseas, coming in through a third party that's donating to a campaign that's going against your best interests here in America. So U.S. running Ukraine is a U.S. running Ukraine. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland visited Ukraine on Tuesday where he will discuss efforts to identify, arrest, and prosecute those involved in war crimes and other atrocities committed during Russia's invasion, a Justice Department official said. Garland is slated to meet with Prosecutor General Benedikadova, the department official told reporters. Now, this is the same government that has basically shut down all political adversaries and controlled 100% of the media. And the National Pulse just put this out. It says, study, Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine does lower men's sperm count. So they have a new study for that. So there's a new congresswoman, Representative Myra Flores, she won the Texas Congress congressional seat in the special election. She had something to say already on Capitol Hill about securing the border. Now, that being said, 
Um, I heard on the inside, Skinny, that uh, the guy she was running against didn't necessarily lose. He quit. Uh, He was going to run as a lobbyist. He was going to become a lobbyist in Washington, D.C. And he didn't run. He he didn't run against Flores. He took the saw the money, and ran. He ran away from the race. She didn't necessarily win it, but that being said, I'm glad she did because she's a conservative. But there is an inside story I heard from an inside Washingtonian um, at a, at a very privileged uh, special event, and uh, it was a closed private event, and um, and I heard that. Anyway, let's take a listen. From Texas is recognized for five minutes. I thank the gentleman for yielding. I rise to oppose the previous question so that we can immediately consider H.R. 471, Representative Yvette Harold's bill to enforce Title 42 at the border. As a Mexican-born legal immigrant, Border Patrol wife and a mother, I know firsthand how out of control our border crisis is. Our South Texas communities are hurting because of this crisis, and our people feel totally ignored by our government. Dangerous drugs are pouring across the border. 80% of the fentanyl-killing Americans comes into our country at the southern border. Human trafficking are taking advantage of our open border to conduct their evil and heartbreaking trade. Criminal organizations are in total control of our southern border. Last month alone, 240,000 illegal immigrants were encountered entering our country, a new record. And those are just the people who were caught. The true number is undoubtedly far higher. And in 2022, so far, 50 people on the FBI terror watch list have been arrested by the Border Patrol. That's higher than the previous five years combined. Title 42 is one of the only things keeping the crisis at the border from getting even worse. Right. That's true. And Title 42 was put in there by... um, President Trump. So Greg Price writes this breaking representative Liz Cheney just voted with Democrats on the armed services committee to kill an amendment that would have forced defense secretary Lloyd Austin to rescind the COVID vaccine mandate for the military. What is going on with Liz Cheney? She basically, there was a bill to rescind to require Austin to rescind the COVID mandates and she voted against it. She voted with the Democrats. And why why are they doing this to our military? At the same time, they're greenlighting transsexual genital mutilization surgery as paid for by the taxpayers. Rooster writes, we need a gun pride month. Celebrate our Second Amendment with great deals on new weapons and ammo. You know, like gay pride? We need a gun pride month. How about that? When do the Republicans get like a month of something? You know, Catturd writes, the Democrat Party hates their voters. The Republican Party hates their voters. 
And I'm sick and tired of hearing arguments against a third party when the Republican Party continues to sell us out every single doggone time. Well, you know, they would uh, just like the Democrats are exploiting Georgia by meddling in conservative primaries. The third party candidates would be used as tools, just like just like um, J.D. Vance and Mitt Romney supported Evan McMullen in Utah to try to take take away President Trump off the playing field. So, no, I don't necessarily agree with that. Daryl Issa, but I did repost it. I, I've seen enough. Uh, Daryl Issa says, I've seen enough. The Senate gun control bill is totally unacceptable. I will absolutely vote no. And Matt Gates says, the Senate control bill is just awful. Of course it is. And then Joe Biden says, we need more money to plan the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. Let's Looking take a for listen. more money from Congress for the, this vaccine campaign and for, for COVID funding going into the fall. Uh, how much of the supply of vaccines for these small children uh, is there and, and how many of the nation's kids will you be able to get vaccinated before you need more money uh, from Congress? Well, we'll get through at least this year. We, we do need more money. But we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. Oh, yeah. Pandemics are once every century. All of a sudden, we're living in a world where there's nothing but pandemics because it works so well to re-elections. This should burn you up. Jim Jordan wrote this. A school system in Virginia just made it a punishable offense to misgender a student. That's right. You heard it right. Offenders could face weeks long. Here we go. Hold on. Offenders could face weeks long suspensions and referrals to local law enforcement. Since when did trusting the science become a crime? So Fairfax board votes to make a, make it a potential crime to call a boy, a boy. Wow. Let that sink in. That is the kind of thing that we need to... um, Wow. It's just absolutely absurd. Well, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams show. There's so much more I wanted to cover today. There was a lot of different topics. It was hard to keep it managed, but we got through it. Well, be sure to check out buglecall.org and magapack.org to find out how we're advancing America First policies to make America great again. And also, be sure to use Red State when you make your MyPillow.com purchase. And with that, we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye, buddy. Grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to there.